All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. This episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee, taste the Kona difference, head over to HawaiianIsles.com or Amazon, get some coffee. My name is Adrian Benjamins. I'm here with Kurt Beach. Kurt, we're not drinking Kona coffee, but we are doing a little drinking tonight. Yes, yes, sir. Um, I have a little bit of Kona coffee. It keeps me going until about noon. And then, you know, around five, you got to make the switch to um, some some other kind of beverages. Nice. What kind of beverages you got tonight? I'm drinking a little whiskey and 
Coca-Cola. And Kurt, I'm glad you talked me into it, man. You said you said you were having a little nightcap. I was like, man, I'm not going to let you drink by yourself. I got to join you. So, uh, man, we got a busy night of action, a little larger than our usual Sunday night. So let's get down to business, man. There's some games. Be Wait, before we do, how is your fantasy season going so far? It's going really good, man. I'm in, I think, seven leagues. And with all these crazy things happening, all these long-term injuries, um, Curry getting out for three to four months, you know, Collins and Aiton going down, um, Gordon Hayward, which we might touch on, going out for a while. I have somehow managed to avoid most of these, which has been nice. Um, so, so my teams are just kind of doing all right right now, knock on wood. How are yours doing? My teams are doing okay. I, too, have avoided most of these injuries. I don't know how because a lot of these guys that have gotten hurt, I liked coming into the season. Um, I did have Trey Young miss a few games, but, man, that could have been a lot worse. So um, I'm thanking my lucky stars that that was nothing serious. But, uh, Kurt, man, my heart goes out to some of these teams. I've got some friends that are missing, like, five guys from their roster and I'm talking main guys like guys they drafted in the top half of the draft so uh really tough to compete you guys if you're if you have one of these rosters that have just gotten decimated by injuries it's just so tough but Kurt I always say man never give up never always keep grinding always you never know what you could get off the wire what kind of deals you can make just never stop man never give up absolutely and if you think if your team's you know been on the the short end of these injuries and suspensions definitely definitely just keep going um it's like we always talk about it's a marathon not a sprint and if you want a tale to make you feel even better let me tell you about this guy in one of my leagues this was his top six draft picks Steph Curry, DeAndre Ayton, Zion Williamson, the day before the injury, Jason Tatum, Victor Oladipo, and Gordon Hayward. So now, not even three full weeks in, out of his top six players, he has Jason Tatum. So it could always be worse. Hang in there. Definitely, definitely. Kurt, let's jump straight into the action, man, because, I mean— if, this is going to be a long show, so let's just get right down to it. Uh, first game of the night, I believe, is the Denver Nuggets um, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. This was a tight game. The Nuggets getting the victory 100-98. to I'm going to jump in on the Nuggets side first. Man, you know, the Nuggets, uh, uh, a team I kind of avoided this year for fantasy just because they're so deep. They have so many mouths to feed. Um, I just... You know, on night to night, it seems like some different guys step up. So I don't have a lot of share of the Denver Nuggets, but pretty good game from Nikola Jokic. Um, you know, slow start, but he's starting to really come around. 20 points, a steal, a block, seven assists, six rebounds. Didn't shoot too great, only nine to 23, one of seven from deep, one of three from the line, but he is coming around. So. Um, of course, you're sticking with Jokic, man, a guy you likely took as a top five pick. So um, he's going to be just fine. 
Will Barton, 13 points, 2 steals, 5 assists, 12 boards, 3 threes, 5 of 16 shooting, so not too great from the field. But other than that, a pretty nice game from him. Millsap, who I've seen floating on a lot of wires in standard leagues, 14 points, 10 boards, 2 assists, a block, perfect 6 of 6 from the line, 4 9 from the field. Gary Harris. Kurt, this guy's been pretty frustrating for me. I actually dropped him in the hoop ball staff league, and uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to end up regretting that. 13 points, 2 steals, 6 rebounds, so a pretty decent game from him tonight. 1-3 on 6-13 shooting from the field. Jamal Murray uh, didn't really have it going shooting-wise. Only 6-19 for 15 points. Also, 7 turnovers tonight is a little ugly, so not his best game for sure. 1 steal, 2 assists, 5 boards, but he should be just fine um not too much to talk about off the bench again this team's so deep that i i I hope you're not trusting any bench guys i am stashing uh jeremy grant in some really deep leagues in the hope that if there's an injury to the front court maybe he could be fantasy relevant but kurt what are your thoughts on the denver nuggets the only thing I got really is a uh, Paul Millsap. I understand he's getting old and he's tailing off a little bit, but even prior to tonight, he was in nine cat. He was the number sixty nine guy by average and seventy seven by totals. So, yeah, he's not exciting, but I think he's somebody that should be picked up. I mean, that's that's even that's ten team uh, caliber right there. It's even eight team. So if you're in a super small league, um, his value is floated a little bit right now by the fact that he's shooting 96% from the line when his career average is 73. So that'll come down some. But, I mean, unless they start thinking that they're going to put a Jeremy Grant over Millsap, which could be the case, you know, down the road. Um, otherwise, I think Millsap can just plot along at a top 100 value. So I, I think he should be picked up. Will Barton, I've seen him pop up on a few wire, uh, waiver wires. He's having a good season. And then, like you said, Gary Harris is on the fringe. Like, he's he's just kind of borderline uh, standard league guy right now. But I, I picked him up in a couple places where I saw him get dropped just because I, I had him on some teams a couple years ago when he was, like, that top 50 kind of guy. And this is a little bit closer to that. He's, you know, got the two steals, no turnovers, good percentages. So I'm holding him in the hopes that maybe he can get it back. But other than that, I don't really have anything on the Nuggets. Kurt, that's it, man. Literally, as you were talking, I jumped over into the Hoop Ball Staff League and I just picked up Paul Millsap because I was thinking of doing it earlier. He had a good game. Um, and even in the one before this, he had a good game. I thought, you know what? Maybe I should pick this guy up. Hear you talk about him. You just literally, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. I literally just picked him up. I just dropped Robert Williams. A no joke, as you were talking, I made the move right now. So. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Kurt, what, uh, what went down on the Minnesota side of this game? Sure. So we had Carl Anthony Towns is back now. Um, first of all, I don't know if we mentioned this already. It was an overtime game, so some of these guys got more minutes than they normally would. Um, Towns is back and rolling again, 25-16 and 16 with six assists, a steal, two blocks. Um, the shooting wasn't quite there tonight, 8 of 23 from the field, 3 of 14 from three-point line. Um uh, other than that, like, it's it's a good Towns line. You know, he kind of hurt you a bit in efficiency and turnovers, but he's cruising this season. Let's see. Jeff Teague and Shabazz Napier are still out. Teague, I'm getting a little curious about. I think this was his third game in a row missing due to some mysterious illness. 
man, even when I'm having my worst day and I get the flu, like it's a 24, 48 hour thing. So if it's truly just an illness, I don't see what's taking him out so long. Anyway, with him out, Jarrett Culver and Travion Graham got a little more run. Travion Graham's not doing a whole lot. Jarrett Culver, he's had a decent run tonight. He had 10 points, three rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block, and he'll usually get you threes. I don't think he's must-own. He's more of like a a stash right now because when Teague and Napier come back, he could just as well vanish. If you're in a 14-16 teamer or deeper, you could probably hold on to him. Let's see. Robert Covington was a little quiet tonight. Four points, six rebounds, two steals, two blocks, no threes. And he only took seven shots from the field. However, he is currently, even before this game, number 37 by averages on the season in 9-cat and number 30 on totals on the weight of 2.1 triples, 1.5 steals, 1.1 blocks. So he's still doing exactly what you want from Covington, the, the defensive numbers and the threes. He'll, he'll be fine. This was kind of an off-shooting night. As for the bench, Josh Akogi, he had 17, bo- 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, a block, and two threes in 36 minutes. So of anyone off the bench or besides the, the big-name guys here, I think Akogi is somebody that you could look at. Um, and he'll probably take a ding when the guards come back. But 14-teamers, you can definitely look at him. 16-teamers. Uh, he, he might even be worth a flyer in standard leagues. Other than that, Jake Lehman got 27 minutes but didn't do a whole lot with it. Mm. Adrian, what's your take on these Timberwolves? I'm really glad you mentioned the averages for Robert Covington because, you know, he could be hit or miss. Every once in a while he has a game where he kind of disappears, but um, no doubt that at the end of the season he's going to end up with some great value. So you just got to stick with him um, and play that long game. And then uh, you pretty much nailed everything else, man. I I really like uh, Josh Okoji, even as just a short term streamer with uh, Jeff Teague missing. I think Shabazz Napier is out with a hamstring as well. So um, Jordan Bell out right now with the right shoulder sprain. So they're missing some guys. Josh Okoji getting some extra run. I think he had a good one in the last one as well. So really like him as a a, a streamer and um, has been playing really well. One last thing I want to mention Andrew Wiggins, a guy who gets a lot of negativity for his one-dimensional game, doesn't do a lot in a lot of uh, in a lot of categories. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, you know, tonight the adding the five assists, the four rebounds, one steal, one block, one three, perfect from the line. He's been a little better. So if you did take Andrew Wiggins in the late rounds, you got to be a little happy. Now, I'm not sure he could keep this up or he's going to finish, you know, as some type of a stud. But I'm just saying um, it's nice to see that he is doing a little more than what we usually see from him. Kurt, any closing thoughts on this game before we go over to the next one? That's all I got, Adrian. Yeah, you know what? I want to mention really quick, uh, Jamal Murray also did leave in the third quarter with a foot injury but came back, but could also be why, you know, didn't have a great game here. So want to mention that. I've I've uh, left out injuries before in the past and uh, – got nailed by some listeners. So want to make sure that I didn't leave that out. All right, 
let's jump to the next game the Indiana Pacers and the Orlando Magic this was a, another close game man 109-102 Pacers getting the victory let's look over on the Indiana side first man uh Sabonis has been a monster this year and with Miles Turner out of the lineup man his usage and his numbers just get a boost 21 points 16 boards seven assists one steal one block nine of 18 from the field three of four from the line great game from him tj warren doing his thing which is scoring the ball 19 points he also added a steal to assist two boards one three um pretty good game Brogdon has been a stud this year, man. I knew he was going to be good. And, you know, I wish I had him higher on my board because I don't have any shares of Brogdon. And it's kind of, it's really bumming me out, man. 19 points with eight assists, six rebounds, one three on 9-18 shooting. Aaron Holiday getting the start. And he had 11 points, three assists, one steal, one rebound. Uh, you know, he, he's getting the start with Jeremy Lamb out of the lineup. Um, you know, in deep, deep leagues, maybe you could take a, a short-term flyer on Holiday till Lamb gets back, but could also maybe disappear in the next one. So I don't know um, how consistent he, he um, will be in this lineup. McDermott had a nice game off the bench, 18 points, six rebounds. Tough to rely on him in standard leagues and kind of tough to rely on anyone else. Although McConnell's actually put together a couple good games. He had 12 points and eight assists and three rebounds um, on six and nine shooting. So, you know, with some of these injuries, Lamb is out, Miles Turner is out. Um, you know, in some deeper leagues, I could see maybe streaming guys like McConnell or McDermott or Holiday. But for the most part, um, it's Sabonis and Warren and Brogdon right now. I think we're going to get Miles Turner back pretty soon. Um, Kurt, what are your thoughts on the Pacers? Nailed it, Adrian. Uh, you have the starters or the main stars, you know, and then you have these fringy guys, McConnell, McDermott, Holiday. I looked up their numbers because I was curious because – They'll put up some decent lines here and there. And by averages, a nine cat, and even on totals, they're all outside the top 200. So really nothing to see here. Uh, TJ Leaf, who, had, who went, I think, for 13 and 15, was it? I think it was our last pod. Mm-hmm. He vanished. He we told you don't, don't jump in on that. Um, other than that, I don't have anything on the Pacers. Nope. What happened on the other side of this game? Alrighty. Well, we had Nikola Vucevic had 18 and 17 with three assists, a steal, two blocks, two threes. Um, he was a bit of a buy low guy. That window's probably mostly closed. He also got 35 minutes. Jonathan Isaac, who has just been a monster this year, a little bit of a quieter night, but he still gave you 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and two threes. The steals weren't there tonight, but man, he's been a beast. He's been a first rounder um, in almost any format. Aaron Gordon, 13 points, two rebounds, three assists, a block, two threes. Uh, he gets a lot of buzz, but he's not the best nine-cat guy. Evan Fournier has been having a lot better season than I thought he would. Uh, he had 22 points, six assists, six threes, and some more uh, supporting stats in there. But he's been doing all right. The scoring kind of makes you think he's actually doing better than he is. Before this game, he was number 114 on totals and 135 on averages in 9-cat. So the scoring can be a little deceiving. And because of that, with everyone overvaluing scoring, not everyone, a lot of people overvalue scoring, um, you could probably flip him for somebody of more value. 
One of the big pickups in the last few weeks, or at least somebody has talked about a lot, was Markel Fultz. He's been starting for DJ Augustine, but he hasn't really been doing it, at least for me. He's got eight points, four assists, a steal, and a block. It's just not really there, and he's still splitting time. It looked like 50-50 here. He got 24 minutes, and Augustine got 24 minutes. That could change throughout the season. I think it is possible by mid-season, end-of-season, he might be somebody that you want to have. But right now, he's definitely not a must-own guy. Off the bench, let's see. Terrence Ross played 19 minutes for 12 points and two threes and a steal. Um, Yeah, with Ross, he's only shooting 28% from the field this year. That's not likely to continue. And only 22 minutes a game. So... I think he's due for a bounce back, especially last year he averaged 26 and a half minutes. So only about four and a half minutes more than what he's getting now. And he put up 15 points a game and 2.7 triples. And sure, they added a Minu who seems to be cutting into his uh, value a little bit. But if you're looking for a three-point streamer, if you really need some threes, I think Ross is overdue for a bounce back game. Other than that, that's all I have on the Magic. What do you have, Adrian? Jonathan Isaac, man, uh, you you said it. He's currently sitting as player number six in nine category leagues, uh, putting up first round value. What a stud! And you know, I'd like to say he's not going to keep this up. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's going to finish as player six, but also. Um, you know, his value's not based in high scoring numbers because his defensive stats are there. His, 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 his efficiency is there. So um, it's possible he really finishes very high uh, as compared to where he was drafted. So what a, I mean, you got to be ecstatic if you have Isaac. Also, as you said, Kurt, Vucevic coming around, that, that by what? low window likely shut and nice to see because I got some friends who took him really early and they were really upset at his slow start but he is definitely starting to come around um you know Kurt I'm glad you mentioned Fultz I actually have Fultz in my home league it's a 13 team with deep roster roto leagues and I can't decide at times because there's some great pickups um I can't decide, like, do I want to cut this guy? I, As you said, I agree with you that at some point in the season, it seems like he's a guy that's going to be a reliable option once he 100% gets this starting gig. Um, so I want to hang on to him, but also part of me, whenever there's a hot pickup to grab off the wire, I want to dump him at times. So I don't know, man. I'm on the fence with him. So... I don't know. Anyways, that's all I got on the magic. Any closing thoughts before we move on? No, like you said, like you could you could sit on him and see what happens. He's kind of in a similar boat to me as Darius Garland, where, you know, he's a starting point guard and you want him to succeed. You really do. And point guards are not, you know, they're few and far between on the wire. So it's definitely hard to drop one, even when somebody's going off. Yeah. So... And you know what else is what scares me, Kurt, is I I actually drafted Fultz, like in our draft. And let's say I drop Fultz. Let's say all of a sudden two weeks from now 
he becomes like the bulk starter guy. Like, as you said, he's kind of 50-50 splitting time with DJ Augustine. Let's say they go 100% Fultz and Augustine really takes a back seat. Let's say Fultz blows up. Do you know how mad I'm going to be that somebody <laughs> else is going to like get paid off on that with when I was the one that used a draft pick, like that is the most aggravating thing ever. <laughs> I so, you, man. Yeah. So anyways, I, I, I think I'm going to stick with him for a while longer. Um, you know, I, he's got a really long leash. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even think he'd be starting yet this soon. Yeah. So, um, in fact, really far along in the offseason, in the preseason, there were reports that there was no timetable for him. And then all of a sudden he started playing. And so for him to already be starting, I think it's a good sign. And I think, as you said, there's some point where he's going to become a reliable option. So, Absolutely. All right. Let's keep, when yeah. you, hey, so, when you drop somebody and watch them blow up oh, on something else roster so i understand if you want it's, to hold on to them. it's the worst man but man what's some, some really great games here tonight and you know what makes these games more fun is to put a few dollars on them so you guys <laughs> i i want to talk about our next sponsor mybookie.ag um so go over place your next bet at mybookie.ag our online betting partner here at hoopball go sign up for a new account and use promo code today that's the word today and my bookie will match your first deposit up to one thousand dollars um head over there now that's mybookie.ag and their promo code is today okay let's jump over to the next game the charlotte hornets and the philadelphia 76ers sixers getting the victory 114 to 106 i want to start on the hornet side gonna start with a guy that i have a lot of shares of and i've been pretty disappointed miles bridges seven points no defensive stats at all five rebounds four assists eh, one three on three attempt shooting in 38 minutes um you know not a great matchup philly is a very deep talented team good defensive team so um i guess i'm gonna you know bridges has been playing a little better of late but i'll be honest kurt when i drafted this guy i thought i was getting a stud i thought he was just gonna be a beast and um hasn't has been pretty underwhelming of course i'm gonna stick with him of course you know i still love his outlook for the rest of the season locked in for big minutes his role is good so hang tight with miles bridges P.J. Washington, 15 points, four steals is nice, four boards, three threes on six of 11 shooting. He's been a pleasant surprise. Cody Zeller coming through with a big game, 24 points, a steal, seven boards, two threes on a very efficient 10 of 13 shooting from the field, two of three from the line. Terry Rozier with 13 points, two steals, four assists, five of 12. You know, Terry, I had... I don't have any shares of Terry Rozier, but I expected him to be better. But I also did not expect all these guys, P.J. Washington, Devontae Graham. I didn't know all these other guys were going to step up. So I think it's kind of uh, Terry Rozier's taking a little hit. Um, so uh, speaking of Graham, he had a really good game off the bench. 19 points, 10 assists. 
uh, four threes on six of 15 shooting. This guy looks like one of the waiver wire pickups of the year so far in the early part of the season. Dwayne Bacon, man, not happening for him. I've already cut him pretty much everywhere I picked him up. Only 1.0 of six shooting in 17 minutes, so not great from him. Malik Monk uh, came alive off the bench. 15 points, three assists, eight rebounds. Two threes on four of eight shooting from the field, five of six from the line. Monk, though, is really hard to trust with all these great wing guys stepping up from Charlotte. I think Monk could easily disappear in the next game. Um, Not too much else to talk about. Kurt, what are your thoughts on the Hornets? Man, I I am right in step with you, Adrian. And it's really funny that you mentioned Devontae Graham as one of the pickups of the year because I was looking at this line. I'm going against him this week in one of my leagues, a, a league where assists is really close. And he goes out there and gets 10 assists. Ugh. He has been a beast. Um, it's really interesting, this situation with Terry Rozier and him. Like, mm-hmm. Clearly, Graham is the better guy, but can they justify either starting him or running him in that starting lineup when they paid Rozier the big money? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was going to ask you who you thought a couple of the, the best pickups of the year were. And up till now, I was going to say Devontae Graham is probably number one. I think Tristan Thompson's in that list. Yep. Uh, None earlier, but he's definitely cooled off, and I'm not sure if he's going to continue. House. House has been great. Yep. Um, And and like you said, uh, with Miles Bridges, I had high hopes for him too, and I was really hoping he'd fly under the radar. But he got a lot of buzz, and they it jumped him up into like the middle rounds. And I was really hoping we could steal him in in the late rounds. He'll be fine. He led the team in minutes, thirty eight, and he's not going to score a ton, but he contributes across the board. Didn't get the defensive stats tonight, but definitely hold on. His value is going to only go up. It's nice to see that bounce back game from Zeller as well. Um, yeah, that's that's all I have on the Hornets. Do you want to hear about these Sixers? Yes, sir. All righty. So. Let's see. The minutes for the starters were kind of low, minus Josh Richardson, who had 11 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, and 3 threes. He's having a good year. I want to say this right. I think it's with an H. I think it's Haou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm so glad that you said that. Um, I I thought it was Raul for the longest time, and it wasn't until I was listening to Dan Bespris on Fantasy NBA Today yep. earlier in the week, and he, he – <laughs> taught me it's Haul. so Haul. well done kurt well done <laughs> yes sir so he he got the start for simmons uh even in the deeper deeper leagues i'm not looking at him simmons could be back any day now um whatever uh joel Embiid, 26 minutes 18 points nine rebounds three assists two steals two blocks this is this is kind of funny to me because i was also uh listening to our, our our buddy dan on fantasy nba today and he mentioned in a league he was between taking uh, Nikola Jokic and Embiid. And he went Jokic, who was, you know, the consensus, what was it, number seven guy? Number mm-hmm. six, number seven guy? And he said he was kicking himself because he'd watch Jokic out there, and he's like, man, he looks fat, he looks slow. <laughs> Kick myself that I didn't take Embiid. Well, I go into one of my leagues, and I've actually had an open offer that had been sitting there for a week. This guy was wanting my Jokic for Embiid. Wow. And I had denver play a lot yet so i'm like i mean dan knows what he's talking about i ran in there and hit accept so nice (laughs) we'll we'll see how it pans out you know i'm sure Jokic will do better anyway tobias harris he had a a good tobias harris line 
Same with Al Horford. I won't go into them too much because they're kind of the usual suspects. Matisse Teibel. Lots of buzz on him for the defensive stats. Only three minutes tonight. No defensive stats. Um, as as Dan says, he it's not plausible or likely that somebody's going to continue ab- averaging four defensive stats. Like Anthony Davis has a hard time with that. Um, maybe he could get some more minutes later on in the year. But as of right now, he's not a standard league guy. He's not even a 14-team guy unless you're really desperate to stream some defensive stats. The only other guy that I really take note of here off the bench is Furkan, I'm probably saying this wrong, Korkmaz. Um, tonight he had 17 points, three rebounds, an assist, a block, and three threes. He's not really contributing across the board, but in his last six games, he's averaging 3.03s and 13.8 points. So really strictly a points and threes streamer. Mm-hmm kind of in the same vein as if you had a Terrence Ross, what you were hoping from for Terrence Ross. Um, and like I said, I think Terrence Ross is due for a bounce back. But if you really need a three-point streamer, you could look to Korkmaz. Yo, Adrian, what did I miss? <laughs> you missed nothing, man. As usual, you hit it all. And uh, I'm you just right on the dot with Korkmaz, just in deep leagues, if you need some help in points and threes, he seems like a pretty good pickup. Uh, you know, I, um, I I don't even think I'd pick him up in my 12-team leagues, though. I think he's there, and I think my worst guy I'd rather have than him. But anything deeper, like I'm in some 14-team leagues that with deep rosters, if he, oh, sure. I, I might check to see if he's sitting there because I could use some help in uh, one of my leagues. I'm desperate for threes, so I might actually uh, look over there right now and see if he's sitting there. I thought that was a great take. All right, let's just keep rolling. Nothing much else. You know, with, with Philly, it's all the usual suspects. We know who the studs are there. Um, let's go to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Oklahoma City Thunder. This was a lot closer than I thought it would be. 121-119. The Bucks getting the victory. I'm going to start over there. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo uh just doing his thing currently sitting as player number four in nine category leagues 35 points 16 boards three assists a steal a block even shot two of three from downtown that's pretty good and how's this for efficient 13 of 19 from the field seven of nine from the line man that is an outstanding game from Giannis um let's see who else did good Eric Bledsoe uh if there ever was a buy low window, that probably shut a while ago. 25 points, 9 assists, 3 rebounds, 1 block, 3 threes. A perfect 4-4 from the line, 9 of 15 from the field. Uh, Chris Middleton actually left this game. Um, it, they're calling it a thigh contusion, but left the game in the third, did not come back. So that's why we're seeing 23 minutes from him. Only 10 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. I believe he said that he's okay. So I'm not expecting him to miss any time um, or miss a lot of games. Maybe one, but hopefully not. Hopefully nothing. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 15 points, 2 blocks, 4 rebounds. Uh, Wesley Matthews, I don't trust. Only six points in 32 minutes. Off the bench, you know, George Hills had a couple of good games, but tough to trust him in standard leagues. Only eight points in 23 minutes. Um, Brown had 12 points in 18 minutes, but I don't really trust him or really anybody else um, 
on this roster. Kurt, what do you think of the Bucks? I, I think you're exactly right. Uh, Sterling Brown, I'm, I'm not picking him up anywhere, but man, he had a run last year in the fantasy championship where he he was putting up monster lines. I saw multiple teams win because they had this guy on there win. The Bucks were shutting down everybody. Um, I guess that's not really relevant right now. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's see. Just on the Bledsoe thing, like you said, he did that line in only 29 minutes, and people were bailing on him, saying he's a bust this year. Koopal, all, all the crew was preaching, buy low, buy low, buy low. He's not going to do this every night. And in fact, I think this is probably one of his best lines of the season. But he will absolutely be better than what he did in the first few games of the year. So if you didn't buy low on him, you probably missed your chance. If you did, congratulations, because you're going to have that bona fide, was he usually top 40, top 50 kind of guy. Um, other than that, you nailed it, Adrian. You know, I want to mention super quick on Chris Middleton. Really strange, the Bucks don't play again till Thursday against Chicago. So uh, I would really, if if Middleton is saying that he's okay, I would expect uh, with their next game not being till Thursday. I think he's going to be good to go. So, yep. Kurt, what went down on the OKC side of this game? On the OKC side. Hold on one second, sir. I had the tab open and it just closed. <laughs> Why don't you hit us up with the starters? Sure. Um, I'm going to start with Shea Gillis-Alexander. 22 points, 2 steals, 6 assists, 6 rebounds, 4 threes, 9 of 19 shooting from the field. Man, this guy is such a stud and already great. If some way Chris Paul gets moved, I mean, this guy could be like – a easy top 30 guy if not higher than that so man and the future's so bright for this kid and uh i i man he's just gonna be a fantasy stud for years to come chris paul 17 points a steal five assists five boards three threes he's been really coming around six of 11 shooting from the field two with two from the line galinari um having a Gallinari game 14 points two steals three assists seven boards two threes you know 417 shooting so the shot wasn't falling too good tonight but still um still a pretty good game from him Nerlens Noel getting the start for Steven Adams man this guy is available in some of my deep leagues and I'm tempted to just pick him up and play him when Adams misses games or you know there's a lot of buzz that Adams could get moved so if that I think this game here we saw to, to from Noel 14 points two blocks six assists three rebounds six and nine shooting two two from the line I mean this is what you can expect from him if Adams is out so um, I don't know maybe Noel's worth a pickup if your league if it fits your team needs and your league style. Um, what uh, do you got your thing up? What do you think of the Thunder? What do you think? Did I miss anything? Any guys off the bench that you like? What do you think, Kurt? I think you're great, sir. Um, the one guy who hadn't really popped onto my radar, but again, I heard Dan talking about him. Amadou Diallo, mm. uh, three steals, nine and ten points. He says he looks crazy athletic out there, and I have to admit I haven't seen many of OKC's games yet, so. Just because Dan loves him automatically means I'm keeping an eye on this guy. Um, you probably don't have to race to pick him up now, but definitely worth keeping an eye out. And with this OKC team with, you know, Gallinari and Steven Adams and Chris Paul, 
they could blow this stuff up and we don't know what's going to happen. Mm. So it could be, there's a path for him to be in that starting lineup or at least getting big minutes. Um, Chris Paul is assists are still down. Um, I agree with what you said on Noel. Steven Adams hasn't quite looked himself this season and he's been picking it up the last few games, but I don't know what's going on with him. Noel, though, you know what he can do in limited minutes. He only needs about 22, 24 minutes to give you really good defensive stats. And you could probably add him as a flyer in 12-team leagues, but it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride. In 14, 16-team leagues and deeper, I would definitely be stashing this guy to see what could happen. It's not very often you can get a guy who can average close to two steals and two blocks right off the waiver wire. Mm. And, you know, if some, if at some point, if Adams got traded, we would be clamoring to the waiver wire to add this guy. So, um, I, I don't know, man. I think if you got, if you have the luxury of being able to just stash a guy on your bench where you're not getting hurt by having a guy sitting on your bench, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense to grab Noel. And, you know, one guy we forgot to mention that definitely deserves, I think he's standard league relevant, is Dennis Schroeder. Yes. Uh, 25 points, three steals, five assists, six rebounds, three threes. He, I, I've got to be honest, man. I missed the boat on this guy. I just, with the addition of Chris Paul, Shea Gills, Alexander, I did not think that Schroeder would be able to be relevant in standard leagues, and he definitely is, man. And nights like tonight shows you exactly why. Absolutely, my man. And yeah. I got to admit, I, I was in the same mindset as you. I, I peg Schroeder kind of as like, or Schroeder, I'm sorry, I think he's German. I peg him as a guy who's kind of like a, a Jordan Clarkson. He's going to score, but usually I don't see him, or at least in my mind, I don't think of him as a lot of peripheral stats. But he, and I'm pretty sure we can say this now, right? He is one of the hoop ball six. So when I read that Aaron Bruski had him in the hoop ball six, I immediately lasered in on him. I went to any league where he was available and just picked him up because I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, they got Chris Paul here. Uh, I mean, even tonight they're starting Terrence Ferguson still. So even off the bench, he's he could be a contender. Yeah, he has to contend with Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, but he could be a contender for sixth man of the year. I guess he's got to compete with Derrick Rose too. <laughs> but yeah, if he's available, definitely pick this guy up. He's probably not available anymore. But again, one of the hoop ball six, Aaron Bruski knows his stuff. If he's floating around... Run to the wire and pick him up. Great call. Uh, before we get into the next game, I want to mention our newest partner here at Hoopball, Manscaped, the premier website for male specialty grooming products. Use the promo code HOOPBALL on your purchase, on your next purchase, to get 20% off and free shipping. That's a heck of an offer on a great set of products. Go check out the lawnmower. You will love it. Um, all right, Kurt, let's keep rolling here, man. The next game up, the Cavs and the Knicks. The Cavs stomping on the Knicks 108-87. to I'm going to check in on the Cleveland side of this first. Garland has been super up and down, but, you know, tonight was okay. 12 points, one steal, six assists. Um very similar as in how we were talking about Fultz. I think at some point in the season, Garland could put it together and kind of emerge as a reliable um, fantasy point guard. So 
he's owned pretty much in every league I think that I play in. Um, I don't play in any 10-team leagues this year, so I think it's he would probably be sitting on the wire maybe in some 10-team leagues. But anyways, I would just, if you can, hang tight with Garland. I think he's going to get better as the season goes on. Kevin Love has been really good. Wasn't This isn't a great game from him, but man, he's been pretty good this season. 17 points, 2 assists, 8 boards, 9 of 9 from the line, only 4 of 11 from the field, no 3 um, too, which is kind of uh, which is kind of surprising, but Kevin Love has been great. Uh, Kurt, you mentioned the some of the best pickups of the year. You said Tristan Thompson, and you were right. Uh, tonight didn't really have it going, but man, some of the games that he had earlier in the week, I was just shaking my head, Kurt, because I just didn't believe. I just didn't believe that he would be a thing this year, and he is. But only one, man. <laughs> nine points, nine rebounds here tonight. Still gave you a steal, a block, and assists. Four of nine from the field. So um, not his best game, but he will be just fine. And if you picked him up, you got to be so ecstatic if you were able to grab him. Colin Sexton, one thing we know he can do, that's score the ball. And he's been doing that all season 31 points here tonight. A steal, three assists, two rebounds. You know, this I think is pretty much on par. You're going to get some high-scoring numbers and then some low numbers in some of these other categories. Kind of a score-first type of a point guard. But uh, five of eight from the from three-point range, you love to see that. Six of eight from the line, 10 of 16 from the field. So pretty efficient game from him. Seti Osman, you know, after putting together some decent games yeah, i think he's been double digit scoring in um recent games only five points here tonight you know uh in standard or shallow leagues i probably wouldn't even own him but in 12 or deeper team leagues i think he could be worth um rostering i'm not excited about it but whatever larry nance nine points nine rebounds three steals and assists uh, I think he'll be fine. You know, he's prone to some games like this. Uh, but I think for the most part, he's good. And usually gives you some nice defensive stats. The only other guy I'm really excited about, or I shouldn't say excited, but could be uh, definitely relevant in a lot of leagues, is Jordan Clarkson. 17 points, 2 steals, and assists. 3 rebounds, 1-3. Perfect 4-4 four, four from the line on 6-14 of 14 shooting in just 20 minutes. So um, I think he'll... He, if you're streaming him in some deeper leagues, I think he's fine. Um, not too much else to talk about. What do you think of the Cavs? Uh, the main thing I got, like like you said, Adrian, it hurts to see it. Tristan Thompson <laughs> put up these monster lines, and obviously he was quiet tonight. But who would have thought Beeline was going to trot him out there for, <laughs> what is he, 34, 35 minutes a game? Yeah. When on a championship team, they're running out him out there in the last few years, like low 20s, mid 20s absolute monster if if you have him do not drop him because of this quieter game he still even got you defensive stats which he doesn't normally do um and with larry nance we saw some drop questions coming up for him and we know his value is going to come back we know what he normally does in the steals department and he did it tonight with three steals and he got 26 minutes hold on to him kevin love could go down at any time uh i don't know if tristan thompson can endure these kind of heavy minutes so He's kind of on the outside looking in right now, but things could break his way. Um, for Jetty Osmond, man, let me just plug the B150 for a second. If you're not already a premium subscriber, you don't have access to the B150, still check that out. Sure, your drafts have already happened, 
but these are season-long rankings put together by Brewski, and you you will be very surprised to see some of them. He is not shy about making some bold claims, and where Osman is on that list kind of surprised me. So I'm not going to tell you the ranking because you need to just check out that product. But I saw the ranking on where he was, and it, it definitely made me a lot more intrigued by him. I'm watching him with a very close eye. Um, I think that's all I have. Darius Garland, like you said, you got to hold on if, if you can. The minutes are ramping up 34 tonight. I think that's a season high. And like, like you said, he's like Fultz. If, if you can stand to hold on, just do it. There's going to be a point in the season where you're going to love having him on your team. He is a monster three-point shooter. Well, at least he was in college. And I know college stats you got to take it with a grain of salt. But look it up i'm pretty sure he shot like 48 or 50 percent from three-point land Mm -hmm. which is absurd he only took one today but this guy's got some potential don't don't drop him because of his uh low-key games at least if you're in a competitive leagues um that's all i got on the Cavs. should we jump over to the knicks yes okay okay I, I got to take a sip here real quick. You know what, Kurt? It's so funny you said that because before you said that, I was thinking to myself, man, I'm about to go on an epic rant. When uh, when you're done going over the Knicks, I'm about to go on an epic rant on them, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you let – you, as in the Knicks, let the three and five Cavs come to your hometown here in Madison Square Garden and just destroy you. Just destroy you in front of the home crowd. If you bought tickets to this game, I'm really sorry. You, you're probably <laughs> you're probably at home right now, and you probably had a lot more drinks than Adrian and I. And I wow. Um, so the first thing I want to mention here is Frank Nilakina. 35 minutes, four points, six rebounds, six assists, two steals, two blocks, no threes. He only took four shots from the field. I have to admit. I saw this guy, so one thing I like to do on Yahoo to try to make sure that I'm in with the trends is go to the research tab, hit transaction trends, and sort it by the most ads. And he was at the top, and I'm like, Frank Nilakina? Guys, you know he plays for David Fisdale, right? <laughs> like, this can't hold. And I'm seeing some of, some of the stats that are being thrown around on Twitter and how he averages like 1.8 steals, 1.8 blocks, and close to the same in three-pointers in, in a starting role in the last couple games. Guys, Dennis Smith Jr. is not playing, and he's probably, I don't know how many minutes he's going to get. He's been on the low end, but he's probably the guy that fits David Fisdale's rotation the best in what he likes to do in super athletic point guards. Yeah, his percentages are terrible, and I wouldn't pick him up anywhere, but he fits most better than Nilakina, in my opinion. And then Alfred Payton also isn't playing, uh, R.J. Barrett at some points in the season has been playing point guard. So, yeah, Frank got 35 minutes tonight, and he got you the defensive stats. If you picked him up and you were hoping for scoring, that's not going to happen. You're looking for assists, elite steals, and sometimes some blocks and threes. But again, I just got a harp that he plays for Fisdale, and the other two point guards weren't even playing. Uh, let's see. Let, let me just rag real quick on Fisdale. Let me, let me remind you guys... <laughs> Why I'm not sold. I'm Like I said, I'm in six or seven leagues. And I looked at Frank Nilkina to see where he was. He was picked up within the last couple days in every one of my leagues. Guys, this is a guy who plays for David Fisdale. 
he has compared let, let's let's just talk about some of these comparisons and adrian you can you can hit me up with some of them if i forget me he has compared rj barrett to Kawhi leonard <laughs> he's compared tyreek evans to Dwayne wade he has compared chandler parsons to lebron james guys he has compared wade baldwin to westbrook you know how ridiculous that is I've been following the NBA for about 10 years. I don't even know who Wade Baldwin is. Like, just ridiculous stuff happening in New York here. Um, what I will say is after this game, I, I got a Twitter notification that they called an impromptu press conference to talk about New York's future and how they're not... They're not... Uh, they're just basically not doing what the franchise expected them to do and i don't even think anyone had high hopes for them but they're just even below the the paltry expectations that anyone had for them so i really do think david fisdale's job is in jeopardy and he could be he could be getting fired any day now and that might be a hot take because he did terrible things all last season and he didn't get fired but the impromptu press conference, I don't know, his job could be on the line. Anyway, enough of my rant. Let's talk some more of the Knicks. Taj Gibson got a start here. Played 17 minutes, didn't do a whole lot. Julius Randle had a good Julius Randle line of 20 and 16. Marcus Morris, who has been in the top 30, a nine cat uh, per average this season. This was one of his quieter games. Nine points, six rebounds, and assist. He still played 32 minutes, but shot 3 of 12 from the field. If you had him, uh, like I scooped him up in a couple leagues, you need you need to be trying to sell high on this guy because he's he's been great so far, which, which is shocking. I never expected I would be owning Marcus Morris, or let me see. Yes, Marcus Morris. Sometimes I mix up him and Marquise. I never expected I would be owning him this season, but he's been great, but with as in flux as things are in New York, Fisdale's job on the line, things could change where he's getting the most minutes on the team. He could easily go to one of the bench guys. Um, if you have him, do not think this is real stuff and these numbers are going to continue. You need to be trying to sell high on this guy. Anyway, RJ Barrett, nine points, one rebound, one assist, one steal, one three, only 24 minutes. He's usually going to be good in the counting stats, but he's going to kill you in percentages and turnovers. We know the story with him. Off the bench, Kevin Knox got 22 minutes. He got you two steals, two blocks, and a three, so five cash counters from Kevin Knox. Honestly, I don't know why he's not playing over Marcus Morris. Like, if Fisdale gets fired, why not develop this young rookie? I don't know. Uh, Damian Dotson, I only touch on him because he had a great run last year. I, I have a little bit of a fondness for him. I had him on a few leagues, and he helped carry me into the playoffs with his points and threes. He's not hes not relevant in almost any league this year. Um, Adrian, sorry for the rant. What do you have on the Knicks? Do not apologize for that rant, man. I would have done the same. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because you pretty much nailed it. But I'm just going to say, man, one of the most frustrating teams, uh, Fizdale, one of the worst coaches for fantasy, maybe even reality. I mean, how can any of these players um, settle in when they're getting yanked around? They don't know what their roles are. Let's say they play good. The next day, all of a sudden, they don't get minutes. I mean, you take your best players 
let them start let them get the bulk of the minutes let them develop let them learn and and you know with these constant rotation changes it's just crazy look i think nina Kina has been one of the best guys at the point guard spot the point guard spot in new york has been a mess for some time here's a guy that's been playing great defense two steals two blocks here tonight i think this is your guy man let him start let him learn i think there was a quote earlier that when peyton gets back when alfred peyton is healthy then he's gonna see who his starter is just give the job to Nilakina, and it's like it's just ridiculous man it is just ridiculous but um I think that Fizdale is going to be out of town soon. And, you know, I've heard some conspiracy theories, Kurt, that maybe Fizdale wants out of town. Maybe well, I've some, heard that too. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If the Knicks let him go, I think uh, – They still owe him money, they right? Still, exactly. They still owe him money. So uh, I think, man, very crazy that President Steve Mills and GM Scott Perry addressed the media after the game. I've never seen that before. So clearly they are frustrated. So, Kurt, I think it's pretty quickly here that we might see Fizdale gone. So this is why I think guys like me, Lakina, guys like um, um, Mitchell Robinson – Maybe oh, yeah. these guys, maybe these guys get a boost because whoever's gonna come in next and and take the helm next, I think maybe we're gonna see some more solid rotations, more um, just reliable starting rotation. Um, so you guys, I think better days ahead for the Knicks, but for now, really tough team to rely on for fantasy just because of the chaotic mess that Fizdale has caused. I don't know, Kurt. Any closing thoughts here before we move on? <laughs> yeah, um, gosh. Like you said, he could be gone any day. And that that means, at least for me, I'm looking at the young guys, the young talent. Um, Frank Nilakina, yeah, I, I would be stashing him where I could. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Knox, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Mitchell Robinson, he's, he's continuing to be a buy low guy. And with... We didn't mention, but he's out a couple games. You guys probably know that concussion protocol. This was the first one, so he's due to miss at least one more. Um, and, and again, Fisdale makes no sense. There was a time when Robinson came back, and he's like, well, you know, I want to keep starting Crazy Eyes Bobby Portis because I want to <laughs> develop him and have Robinson come off the bench. Well, now Portis comes off the bench, and what is it? 42-year-old Taj Gibson is starting. Like, what is happening here? Uh, buy low on any of these youngsters if you can. It's going to be frustrating, but it could pay off in the end. You know, I don't really remember Fizdale doing this in all those uh, years when he was with the Memphis Grizzlies. So I don't know where this came from. Uh, I I don't know, Kurt. But anyways, uh, let's hope for better days. As you said, stash those youngsters because um, I think – if we do see a change, all those guys get a boost just because uh, there's no way we see these crazy minute fluctuations and rotations that we're seeing now. So mm-hmm. h- hang in there, guys. Okay, let's keep going. We could spend all night just ragging on the Knicks, but let's, <laughs> let's We don't want to torture people. <laughs> no, let's keep going here. Uh, the next game up, the Brooklyn Nets, the Phoenix Suns. The uh, the Phoenix. I was just gonna say the Nets got the victory. Phoenix Suns one thirty eight to one twelve. Man, this team looks like they're for real. Um, 
they've had some big victories this year over the Clippers, over some really nice teams. Uh, now, I'm going to look into the Brooklyn side, and because this was a blowout, not a lot of games, guys playing great, and we see some really nice games off the guys off the bench. But I'm going to start with Kyrie Irving. Only shot 7-16 to 16 for 15 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. I am not worried about Kyrie. He will be just fine. Karis Levert did not have it going as well. Only had 8 points, 5 assists, 2 boards, no 3s, no free throws. Um, Joe Harris even had a pretty low-end line. Four points, uh, uh, one steal, one assist, no threes from Joe Harris. I think uh, that's really, really unusual. Turian Prince with a bad game, eight points, one rebound, three of five shooting. Did give you two threes, but pretty bad. Jared Allen dealt with some foul trouble. Five fouls, only played 12 minutes for five points. So we saw a big boost off the bench here from some guys. Spencer Dinwiddie with 18 points, six assists, three rebounds, uh, one three. Perfect five of five from the line, six of 16 from the line. Jordan with 16 points, 12 boards, three assists, um, eight of nine shooting. It's a pretty good game from him. Not too much else to talk about. Again, this game feels like an outlier. I'm not going to um, take too much from this because of the blowout factor. Kurt, what are your thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets? Hmm. The The biggest thing for me is Torian Prince. I was a little bummed by him. This is probably easily the worst game of the year that he has had. If you have him, do not do anything hasty and cut him. He has been a great, great – I mean – in a lot of drafts, he was going in the 13th, 12th round because it was a good preseason. He's been a steal. Like, low-key, he's been a steal. Don't cut him. It was a blowout. When things like this happen, you just kind of have to grin and bear it and move on to the next one. Same with Jared Allen. Um, if anyone was concerned about Torian Prince versus uh, Rodians Kuruks, could be pronouncing that wrong, forget about it. This guy played nine minutes for three points. It's just not happening for him. Clearly, this is Prince's job. A lot of these bench guys got a lot more minutes tonight. I would not run and pick any of these guys up. It was a blowout, so you can't read too much into it. This isn't going to happen every night. Adrian, do you want to hear about these sons? Yes, sir. What happened? Man, call me crazy. And this is definitely a hot take. Captain thinks the Phoenix Suns make the playoffs this year. Wow. <laughs> Call me crazy, man. They have Aaron Baines doing an immaculate fill-in job for DeAndre Ayton. 14 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks, 2 threes. That sounds like a great line, right? Guys, yes. only played 18 minutes due to foul trouble. He had 5 fouls. Oh my gosh, if he is somehow available, I do not care if uh, DeAndre Ayton comes back in whatever it is, 17 games. He is must-own right now. And this is ridiculous, completely absurd, but I have heard some rumors that with how well the Suns are doing this season, there is some talk that DeAndre Ayton might come off the bench wow. because they like the chemistry that they have going on so far. And, I mean, look at they beat the Brooklyn Nets by 26. Brooklyn is going to be a playoff team. They're, they're doing pretty well. They were 4-4 four and four before tonight. If you have Bain sitting on your wire, you need to pick him up. Um, sure, the wheels could fall off when Aiton comes back, but even if you can get 
16, 17 games out of him with the production he's been putting up. That is definitely worth it. Worst case scenario, cut him when Aiton comes back. But, Adrian, can you believe that? Have you heard any of these rumors that Aiton might come off the bench? I have not, but Monty Williams is a one of the best coaches in the NBA and showing it right now. I think, you know, the season just started, but already uh, probably the front runner for coach of the year for what he's doing. And um, Kurt, you know, your take is hot, but maybe (laughs) not as hot as I thought because two teams who I thought would make the playoffs at the start of the year, who now look like long shots golden state warriors are horrible they are in last place two and eight they're done so we can already scratch them out of that top eight and the portland trailblazers have been really cold as well they're four and six so let's say those two teams come out of the top eight phoenix suns can step in here suns currently the number five team in the west and kurt check out how crazy this is from the third seed to the seventh seed they all are six and three not a single game separates teams three through seven that's how gnarly the western conference is man it is crazy uh from first place lakers actually i think they lost here tonight i think to the seventh place it's like it's like a one or two game separation now we are very early into the season so we still got a lot of uh games to play but kurt man sun's looking like the real deal of beating some really good teams so uh interesting stuff kurt yes sir um so i know that was my bane's take let me let me hit you with some more of the starters here we had kelly Oubre, who's been having a big year 18 points five rebounds a steal two threes he is low-key very good if you're in a casual league, you could probably steal this guy. I don't know what his current ranking is, but for a while, he was a first-round value. He's probably still in the top two. I think you could probably snake this guy from somebody if they're not really paying attention. He doesn't have name value, and he's not scoring a lot, and we all know how people overvalue points. So send a buy low offer. It, I mean, it's hard to call that a buy low because he's <laughs> well overperforming his draft price, but people don't realize how good he is. Dario Saric... 12 points, four rebounds, three assists, a steal, two threes. He's been kind of up and down. He had that one game with five steals, which was nice. He's kind of a fringe guy in standard leagues. You can own him. You could drop him. He's, he's kind of all over the place. I think he's owned in 46% of leagues, something like that. Devin Booker. Oh, my gosh. I, I think I'm higher on him than most people. But he's I just love watching him. And sometimes the eye test and watching a guy – can be deceiving. Like, you see him playing out there, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the next Steph Curry. (laughs) Again, maybe a hot take. But this year, I thought Rubio being there would definitely help him. I thought it would increase his efficiency, but I thought it would take away from his assists some. So far, his assists have been higher than I expected, and his efficiency has been great. Um, He hasn't been being uh, one of the league leaders in points. I thought he could be in the top three to five uh, scoring guys, but I mean tonight he he took 14 shots. Rubio had 16. Baines had 10. Ubre had 11. Uh, Tyler Johnson had 12 off the bench. So he's not shooting a ton, but he's being very efficient, and that really helps his value. He's also not turning it over as much. So tonight he had 27 points, nine assists, two rebounds, four threes, perfect from the line, and 10 of 14 from the field. That is probably the most outlandish for a Booker line. You don't normally see that. Um, 
I took him in the second round in a lot of drafts, and I know that was higher than most people, but I'm, I'm pretty stoked if I have him. I'm kind of um, accepting that he's not going to go out there and score 35 a game. He's probably not even going to score 30 a game. But I would rather have a guy who's going to score a little bit less and do it on efficient numbers and get you higher assists. Rubio, wow. <laughs> I was not expecting this. I thought his assists would probably go up, feeding guys like Booker and Aiton, but I did not expect him to be averaging the assists he's been doing. Like In only 29 minutes tonight, 22 points, 12 assists, 2 steals, 4 rebounds, 2 triples, and 10 of 16 from the field. Guys, if there's one thing we know about Rubio, he is atrocious from the field. He's What is he, a uh, career mark somewhere in the 30s? 10 of 16. He, he did this in only 29 minutes. He's going to have a great year. And like I said, I thought him being there would help Booker. I did not expect that his year would be so great. Um, as for the other starters, we mentioned them all. Let's see, off the bench, Frank Kaminsky, he was one of those fringe kind of guys we weren't sure who was going to fill in when DeAndre Ayton went down. 28 minutes, but he didn't do a whole lot. Um, 16 teamers, you can probably look to him. Uh, Mikhail Bridges, we all love him for the steals. He got 26 minutes tonight, which seems like an ample amount of time to do Mikhail Bridges things, but only five points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, a block, a three. So he did get you four cash counters, and I think better times are in store for him. But in standard leagues, 12-teamers, he's definitely a drop. In 14-teamers, you could probably hold on. 16-teamers, obviously. Um, it's a little disappointing, granted, or based on his draft value. I was not running to pick him up where he was going. Some places he was going ahead of Miles Bridges, which I couldn't understand. Miles Bridges has a solidified role. To me, Mikel Bridges is basically like a steel streamer. I think better times are in store, and we know from his days at Villanova that he can hit the three, but uh, kind of a bummer if you drafted him. Other than that, uh, DeAndre Ayton's getting closer. What is he, about a third of the way through his suspension? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything else, Adrian. What did I miss on the Suns? What do you Man, think about this guy? Dude, you nailed it. You were very thorough <laughs> there. So <laughs> I'm not going to add anything. I love all your takes. You nailed everything. Uh, just a deep such a deep team man and and another reason to support your take on them making the playoffs i mean kaminsky off the bench tyler johnson if they do decide to go baines ayton then backing them up i mean this is a deep team and it's um it's really surprising how rubio and Ubre are fitting in well um i made the mistake of picking up kaminsky in a bunch of leagues when ayton got suspended and it was baines who was the guy to pick up and uh by the time i realized that that mistake baines was already gone in everywhere so um man what a great team great for fantasy fun stuff um all right Let's keep going. Two more games here. What a night. What a night, Kurt. Before I go over to the next game, want to remind the listeners about Game Time Premium Hoop Balls full season membership. Um, it's on sale now, guys. Get access to six live video question and answer shows every week. You get uh, access to the best hoop ball analysis, answering questions, premium articles, tools like the streaming grid weekly schedules projections dynasty info 
betting, DFS. I mean, guys, this is ridiculous at a great sales price. Get over there right now. Um, you can use the coupon code DOC, D-O-C, when you're checking out. Um, great stuff, guys. Go get it. All right, Kurt, two more games. We're in the home stretch. Here Let's go, do brother. this. Let's do this. The Portland Trailblazers getting the victory over the Hawks, 124 to 113. I'm going to look at the Atlanta side first. I'm going to start with Ice Trey. Trey Young, 35 points, 10 assists, 3 steals, 8 rebounds. Thank you, Fantasy Gods, for not um, letting him miss too much time with that ankle sprain because I love this. I love this kid, man. Uh, 14 of 17 from the line. That's like Harden-esque type of uh, uh, volume at the line there. Uh, 3 of 13 from three-point range. You know, Kurt, he had a game earlier in the week where he was like 0 of 7. So, so, you know, every once in a while could go a little cold. But, man, this guy is just locked in. He's going to be fantastic uh, for the rest of the season. 9 of 30 shooting from the field. So not that great there, but I'm not complaining. I have him in my home league, and I'm ecstatic about it. DeAndre Hunter, I see this guy floating on a lot of wires with John Collins' suspension. He's going to miss some time. I think Hunter could be viable in some 12-team and deeper leagues. And tonight, showing why, 14 points, 2 assists, 5 boards. Um, no defensive stats either. I think he could provide that, uh, some low-end defensive stats. 4 of 9 from the from downtown love that uh contribution from three-point range five of 14 from the field so not too great shooting jabari parker is the other guy who should be picked up if he's still floating out there with the collins suspension 27 points we know he can score but also man how is this for defensive contribution two steals four blocks i had to refresh my page right now to make sure i was reading that right man (laughs) 11 boards one three 13 of 23 from shooting make sure he's picked up herder is finally coming around you guys it was a slow start i got him in the hoop ball staff league i was on the verge of dropping him because i'm struggling in that league but it looks like he's finally coming around had a knee injury to start the season was not a hundred percent so he's just taking time they're ramping up his minutes slowly and it looks like he's finally starting and seeing starter type minutes so um if somehow he's still floating out there i would go pick him up because i think as the season goes on, he's going to get better and better. And I think the halfway point, all-star break, this is going to be a really solid guy. So 15 points, two assists, five rebounds, three threes. We know he can shoot the deep ball. Five of 12 from the field, two of two from the line. Alex Len, man. Kurt, I get people ask me what I think of Alex Len. I do not like Alex Len. Do not pick up Alex Len. 15 minutes, four points. I don't trust him. Another guy who could be worth streaming in deeper leagues is Bembry. The uh, really low volume, low usage here tonight. In 40 minutes, he just took six shots uh, for six uh, for six points. But, you know, getting the minutes, soft 40 here tonight, I think in some deep leagues could be worth an add. Um, let's see, not too much else. You know, I was intrigued by Reddish and Fernando, but I don't trust them in standard leagues and tonight showing why both of them putting up a goose egg in low minutes. Not too much else here. Kurt, what do you think of the Atlanta Hawks? All right, Adrian, take a sip, brother. You did well. <laughs> let me just let me just double down on some of the stuff you said. 
Jabari Parker, 37 minutes. We saw he was one of the most picked up guys to begin this week. People were losing their minds over this guy, saying he's a <laughs> must grab. You have to have this guy. Sure, this was an insane line. 27, 11, 2, 2, 4, 13 of 23. Guys, this is not Jabari. Sure, he's still young, but he, career for his career, has made 0.73s per game. His blocks, 0.4, and his, his steals, 0.9. You are not normally getting these cash counters from him. Usually, it's going to be points and rebounds. That's about it. And again, this was an overtime game. He played 37 minutes. You're probably stoked. You're probably losing your mind if you picked him up. Great. Congratulations. He's getting you these counting stats. Do not expect these cash counters to continue. The two steals, the four blocks, the three. I think this is probably a sell-high moment for him, especially when you consider he has a shelf life. John Collins will come back at some point and render him nearly useless. He took 23 shots tonight, the second on the team, only to Trey Young. Try to sell this guy. Try to sell him. Um, Alex Len, it's funny you mentioned him, Adrian. Uh, he cracked <laughs> he me up today. I was watching. He had what looked to be a breakaway dunk, and he completely whiffed it. Off the back of the iron, shot up in the air about 40 feet. I was laughing hysterically. We'd hope for better things from Alex Len. He's a guy who... If he got consistent minutes, he could be a 1-1-1 guy, but it's not there. Clearly, Collins isn't even playing, and he's still only getting 15 minutes. He is a cut in nearly all leagues. Trey Young. Oh, my gosh. Adrian, I love this guy. I don't even care about the seven <laughs> turnovers. I don't care about the 9 of 30 from the field. He is so fun to watch. And, and this is probably counterintuitive, but sometimes guys who are fun to watch like, I just raise them in my rankings. Like, Trey Young, Devin Booker. I raise these guys in my rankings. It's probably crazy. But, I honestly, the way he shoots, how he can he take a, a shot from the logo and just do these ridiculous things around the rim where you think he's cut off, he's got three defenders on him, and he just finds that open guy out to the side. Call me crazy. Again, probably a hot take. But he looks like a young Steph Curry to me. Like, 35 points, 10 assists, 14 to 17 from the free throw line. I love this guy. And yeah, I play mostly nine cat head to head. I don't even care about the turnovers because turnovers, even in nine cat, the guy who has more games played that week is probably going to lose turnovers anyway. So even in nine cat, I kind of throw those turnovers away. The field goal percentage, sure, it hurt you a little bit, but he took 30 shots tonight. What a stud. <laughs> Anytime Atlanta's playing, I try to record this game. Great guy. Um, the guy that I was a little disappointed by was Bruno Fernando. In consistent minutes, he's got a good fantasy game. And when I heard Collins was down for 25 games, I ran to the wire to pick up Fernando in a lot of leagues. Obviously, I've since already cut him. A little disappointing. But his fantasy game is so so good. Uh, this guy's not getting any hype anywhere. Damian Jones, man, the limited run that he's out there, he looks so good. Like, all of his shots are dunks. Um, yeah, I, I guess, honestly, that's about it. So <laughs> he's, he's getting dunks. But he looks good out there. I'm surprised that they don't play him more. I, I think he'd be a, a better starter than Len, but then again, um, this is fantasy and we're not the head coaches. 
that's all I have on Atlanta, Adrian. Um, oh, I do have one more thing. So this is funny, Adrian. Did you watch any of this game? No. So during the game, I watched the first two or three quarters. There's this commercial, and I don't know when it was recorded. It is for what is called Share Care. <laughs> it's put on by Atlanta, and it's quote-unquote to make Atlanta the healthiest place to live. And in this commercial, John Collins is in it, Trey Young is in it, Dr. Oz is in it, and then there, there's a, a female in there. I'm not sure who she is. But I just think it's hilarious that John Collins is in this commercial. I don't know when it was recorded because they're talking about making Atlanta the healthiest place to live. And then one of the representatives is a guy who's been suspended 25 games for drug use. So <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, Adrian, what else do we have on the Hawks? Is there anything else? No, man, you nailed it. Trey Young, so great. And, you know, the Steph Curry comparison, uh, that was his comp when he was coming out of college because he was shooting it from the parking lot in college. Is it a hot take? No, I don't think it's a hot take. That was – and, you know, the shooting we knew he was going to be good at, the assists. But let me tell you, eight rebounds, he's tiny. You know, one of the reasons why I wasn't high on him – last season coming in the draft I was scared about his size I was scared that he was not going to be able to hang with these physical beast specimens of the NBA he definitely can and the fact that he's getting down in the trenches and getting rebounds I did not expect that man so uh, just outstanding Trey Young just absolutely outstanding and I love your take on just guys who were so fun to watch like in the vein of James Harden and as you said like Booker just guys who can score like that it's just like an art form it's a thing of beauty and it's just it's so great to watch man love it love it and I want to also say great take on Fernando you know when I thought for sure Fernando was going to step up because I have zero faith and trust in Alex Len. And that's basically all they got in that front court without John Collins. As soon as John Collins got suspended, I was like, man, the moment Fernando emerges, I'm going to jump on this guy and pick him up. And it just has not happened, which is amazing. Dude, major I said the same thing. Yeah. I ran, I yep. got the Woj bomb that he's <laughs> up for 25. Yep. I ran to the wire for whatever reason. Maybe it's, maybe it's a missight on my part. I did not think Jabari Parker at all. I ran to the wire to pick up Bruno Fernando in like three leagues. It didn't pan out, but he's hey, got a good fantasy league. Can I tell you? Can I tell you too? You were right on about people going crazy about Parker. Can I tell you in my home league we have a two hundred dollar Fab budget to start the season. Somebody spent sixty five dollars wow. on Jabari Parker. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and you know what? It's hard for me to rag on that guy because Jabari Parker's actually been, been good. Great. And hey, if Collins is gonna miss. 20 20 games that's you know almost a third of the season um so you know if you get 20 of these games like this now he's not going to be this good all 20 games but so far it's it's worked out for the guy but that's a lot of fab budget man yeah for for partner and it's like you said like i have marcus morris in a couple places and nobody i'm trying to sell high nobody is biting everyone yep. knows who marcus morris is yep. but he's in monster minutes mm-hmm. and i'm like well fine if nobody wants him he's been a top 30 guy yep. i'll just ride him till the wheels fall off. exactly do, exactly. do the same thing with jabari parker <laughs> kurt we could talk i i feel like we could talk about the hawks all day um what went down on the portland side of this game 
All right, brother. So, Hassan Whiteside. I was super high on this guy. And I don't know why other people aren't. Um, maybe it's his free throws from last year were down in Miami. But there's a weird thing we see with big guys. Where if they're in a place where they're not in a good headspace, where they're getting yanked around by their coaches, they don't feel like they're trusted, we sometimes see their free throws take a hit. We saw that with Whiteside. He was historically terrible in free throws last year. He was one of the worst for negative free throw impact on your team. Well, he's finally done a Eric Spolstra. He's, he's out of South Beach. He's one of the more relied on guys in Portland, and they really, really need him because they have a bunch of guards and the wings and then Whiteside and not much else, especially after Zach Collins went down. So Whiteside played 35 minutes tonight, which to me is a little scary. I think that's more than we want him to, to see. Even if you're a Whiteside owner, you probably want him around 25, 26 minutes. More than that, he's a real big guy, and his knee issues happen a lot. So 35 minutes might look good for his stats, but you do not, honestly, you do not want him running out there that many minutes. But he did chip in 21 points, 12 rebounds, and assists, three blocks, and again, free of Miami, seven of nine from the free throw line. He's due for a bounce back. We saw this guy emerge from obscurity a few years ago to being a second rounder. That's almost unheard of. This guy was going in the sixth round in a lot of drafts, and man, I think, Adrian, you and I talked about this. We knew guards were limited this year, and you had to get your guards in those early rounds. Mm-hmm. And if you did, then you were hurting for bigs. And in a lot of places, I overcompensated. And I went guard, 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 guard. And I figured I'd take more guards than I even needed, and then somebody else is going to realize later on that they need guards. And I can trade uh, a guy that I took in the fourth or fifth round, a, a guy like Mike Conley or a Kyle Lowry, and get a really good center back. So in leagues where I did that, Hassan Whiteside, guys like uh, Steven Adams, they were my targets around round six. So I have Whiteside in so many leagues. Uh, knock on wood that he doesn't go down. Anyway, he looked great tonight. Um, we know Zach Collins is out for probably three or four months. Mario Hazonia. I think we were kind of a little bit high on him, thinking that he could be a pickup with all of the injuries in Portland, yeah, he's he's not. He started today. He had 24 minutes, three points, three assists, two steals, two rebounds. A far cry from the time where he had a double-double with some some good cash counters. Uh, he is starting, though. If you're in a 14-16 teamer, you could probably hold on. But standard leaguers, he's, he's easily a cut candidate. Kent Bazemore, always been a hoop ball guy. 34 minutes, 13 points, 8 rebounds, no assists, but 2 steals, 2 blocks, 3 threes, 7 cash counters. That's great. Um, The Blazers are really banged up right now. If Bazemore is available in your league and he's going to continue starting, I would try to find a way to fit him on your team. Damian Lillard, we don't really need to touch on it. He's been a top 5 guy so far this year, 30 and 7. With six, one and one, three threes, 11 of 12 from the free throw line in 44 minutes in this overtime game. Amazing Lillard game. He was the consensus number six guy right behind Giannis and right ahead of Jokic. He's been doing even more than what you would hope from him. Um, I really like Lillard. 
It's crazy. I don't know if you know this, Adrian. I heard that Lillard, in his off time, uh, or in the off season, he's a boxer. Mm-hmm. So this guy is used to taking some blows, and you know he keeps his agility up. He keeps his endurance up. This guy hardly ever misses games. What a great guy to own. CJ McCollum, 42 points. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 42 minutes. 23 <laughs> points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 1-3. Um, he's been a little up and down this year. He's been... He got a, drafted probably higher than most of us hoop ballers would like to see him go. He's more of a top 50, top 60 guy. And in some leagues, we're seeing him going in the third, fourth round. If you dodge that, congratulations. He'll still be a great guy to own, but he's most likely not going to be a third-round type talent. Off the bench, we have probably most notable, Anthony. That's right, Anthony, not Anthony. Anthony Simons for 24 point or 24 minutes, 20 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals, three threes. This guy can ball, guys. Um, even with McCollum and Lillard playing hefty minutes, he got a serviceable line, more than serviceable line. If you had this guy, like in DFS or a last guy on your bench in 12, 14 teamers, he provided for you tonight. He did this in only 24 minutes, though, so these kind of numbers are not replicable on a consistent 24-minute-a-night basis. But this guy can shoot. It's the main thing he can do is shoot. So if Lillard or McCollum ever go down, maybe even Bazemore, Simons' minutes should go up, and he's a guy that you definitely want to keep an eye on. Let's see. We also have Scalabissier, got 17 minutes, didn't do a whole lot. Anthony Tolliver played 22 minutes. Again, not a whole lot. Not much off the bench. Uh, Rodney Hood, by the way, was a DNP tonight due to back spasms. But if you're looking for anyone off the bench here, it's probably Anthony Simons. If you're in a 14-team league, I think he's a must-add. 16, Obviously, 16, 18, 20, anything beyond 14, that makes him a must-add. Uh, standard leagues, you could take a flyer on him, but I don't think he's a must-add in standard leagues adrian fix anything that i incorrectly portrayed here i'm not fixing anything because you nailed it you covered everything uh i love your take on simons too by the way this guy is not a fluke he's shown it in multiple numerous games this season and um if you know unfortunately i mean the Blazers have one of the most durable backcourts. Lillard and McCollum never miss time. But if one of these guys ever went down, we would be running to the wire to pick up Simon. So, um, and I love your take. And I think in some deeper leagues, he's already worth an ad right now. So love that take. I'm not going to spend too much time on the Blazers. Kurt, you and I have been talking for almost an hour and 30 minutes. This might be, are you serious? I am not joking, dude. So, so I'm going to just go ahead and go over to the, to the last game. Cause this might dude, be our, our <laughs> listeners, our listeners stop listening like 45 minutes. Ago. If, if you guys are still listening to this show, you are hardcore and we thank you and uh one more game on the docket 
<laughs> one last game. I'm going to fly through this as quick as I Do can. Um, and this was one of the games I was looking forward to the most tonight. The Toronto Raptors getting the victory over the Lakers. That's right. Upset victory, 113 to 104 to the Raptors. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Toronto side. And I was really... Um, I was really intrigued by how this was going to shake out because we saw Kyle Lowry go down. We saw Serge Ibaka go down. We don't know how much time they're going to miss. Serge Ibaka is indefinite because he may need an MRI, bad ankle sprain. Kyle Lowry um, has a fracture in his thumb, I believe. So I already picked up Powell in quite a bit of leagues. And... um, I was scared to put him in my lineup tonight in my Roto Leagues because this was a very tough defensive matchup, but it came through, and I think you can lock this guy in with Lowry out. He's starting in the two spot. Fred Van Vliet moves over to the power uh, to the point guard spot. Powell, 14 points, two blocks, two assists, five rebounds. Get this guy in your lineup right now. Fred Van Vliet, 23 points, 10 assists, two steals. He was solid even before... Kyle Lowry went down. He sees a boost with Lowry out, and um, pretty good game here tonight. Again, I was really nervous about some of these guys. Do Lakers very good defensive team? Siakam, what a stud, man! I thought this guy would would be better than last year with uh, Kawhi being gone, Danny Green being gone. But I had no idea he was going to be like this, man. Um, currently sitting in the first round of the player Raider in nine category leagues, 24 points, three blocks of steal, four assists, 11 rebounds, one, three on nine of 25 shooting. Shooting wasn't so great, but I don't even care. Uh, Gasol with only two points, man. He's just really trending down, just older. Um, a guy who I was really high on coming into the season. Apparently I wasn't high enough because I don't have him on any of my teams. OG and Anobi, seven points, one steal, three rebounds. Wasn't the greatest game here tonight, but he's been pretty rock solid so far this year and keep him locked up um, on your team in in your lineup because uh, with a lot of these guys getting hurt, we're going to see his usage come up and he's been great. The defensive stats have been pretty good too from him. Kurt, the guy who I'm fascinated by, who I already grabbed in some deeper leagues before this game, Chris Boucher. Um, In 24 minutes, he had 15 points. Let me tell you why I love him. The defensive stats pop off the page. Two steals, three blocks. Could you imagine what this guy would get if he got 30 minutes? Let's say, at what if, what if Toronto moved Marcus Gasol. I don't think they will. I think they are trying to win. But I'm just saying, man, with an increase in minutes, this guy can really do some damage. And he showed it here tonight in a tough matchup. Um, you know, in 10-team leagues, maybe not. But 12 or deeper team leagues, if you got a spot, I think he could be worth a pickup, man. I, I already grabbed him um, in my 13-team Roto home league. Um, I might look in some other leagues here tonight and see if he's still sitting there. I think he's worth an ad. Um, let me see. Who did I miss? I don't know. Uh, I'm going crazy here. Kurt, what did I miss, Kurt? Who? What, what do you think of the Raptors? Adrian, I got to admit, man, Chris Boucher, I don't know if I missed the train on this one, but he was getting all kinds of love from a bunch of sites, a bunch of guys on the forums. And they were saying per 36, he can average 
5.6 blocks a game. And we know per 36 is a misleading stat because somebody who's coming off the bench, they're not getting 36 minutes a game. But like you said, two steals, three blocks, a a three-pointer, six cash counters. Ibaka is hurt, yes, and his high ankle sprain, which could be a lengthy absence. But, I mean, I'm guessing two weeks tops. So, yeah, he's going to get you those cash counters, but it's a limited run. And you can ride that. Sure, you can ride that. Just like we're riding guys like uh, Marcus Morris or uh, trying to think of another one. Anyway, you can ride that. But I'm not running to the wire to pick him up. I'm definitely intrigued, and I wasn't intrigued before this game. I was not intrigued at all. Maybe that's because I didn't know enough about him. He's he's a rookie, I believe? Yes. Okay. So before that, I didn't know a whole lot about him, but the cash counters were apparent tonight in only 24 minutes. Abaka is out at least two weeks, so if you're streaming which in a head-to-head league, you definitely should be. Yeah, pick him up. Pick him up. I got to admit, I was wrong on this guy. And maybe he'll he'll tail off. I don't know. We don't have an official timetable as far as I know on Ibaka. He could be back in two days. He could be back in two weeks. Um, but then Gasol played 33 minutes tonight. He only took two shots. So the front court is a little wide open. I don't know. Maybe Boucher carves himself out a role tonight, you know, with Gasol being however old he is, 46, 47, and then Ibaka slowing down a little bit. Maybe Boucher kind of carves out a role for himself tonight. Like, if you got somebody who's trash on the end of your bench, no matter what your format is, you could probably pick him up. See what happens. Like, you know know what I mean, Adrian? Like, Mm -hmm. these guys that you wait too long on and then they blow up. I'm talking about like the Pascal Siakams of the last few years, the Donovan Mitchells. If you wait until you see this on a regular basis, they're already gone. I don't know, pick them up, see what happens. Freddie Van Vliet, like you said, Adrian, great game, probably his second game, second best game of the year, only second to his first game of the season. He's going to go ham as long as Lowry is out. And Lowry, they're going to evaluate in two weeks. That doesn't mean he's going to be back in two weeks, guys. He had a broken finger. A lot of times what we're seeing with broken fingers is four to six weeks, as in the case of Marvin Bagley. But we don't know if there's ligament damage, as in the case of Stephen Curry. It could be three-plus months. So, Freddie, he could be ready to go ham here. But... At the same time, I don't know, he played 39 minutes tonight and had a great game. You could try to sell high. Adrian, love your take on Norm Powell. He's not the sexiest of names, but with Ibaka out, with Lowry out, he's going to get more usage. His stats are pretty decent. Good pickup. Pascal Siakam. Oh, my gosh. Adrian, this guy, I have to, you have to admit your mistakes, right? My brother has been playing fantasy. This is his second year playing fantasy. He took Pascal Siakam in the second round in one of our leagues. And I told him, like, bro, like, okay, that's fine. But you really needed to go guards in the first couple rounds. Mm-hmm. And Pascal has been going nuts. And and he texted me. He's like, yo, Kurt, like, 
what do you think about my Pascal pick now? Like, <laughs> this guy has been going yeah. berserk this year. He could probably be most improved again. I don't know if we've ever seen that, <laughs> at least in terms of fantasy. He could be most improved again. OG Ananobi. And I'm I'm sorry if I'm uh I'm uh, piggybacking on this stuff too much, but I just gotta nail this stuff home. You know, like Adrian, you you rock this. I just gotta nail it home. OG Ananobi, quiet night tonight. But this guy has been Robert Covington esque in the threes, the steals, the blocks. A little quieter tonight. Maybe you can buy him for lower than what he's worth. If you can, definitely do it. Adrian, what else you got? Kurt, you nailed it, man. You nailed it. Uh, you just went over the Raptors, and I hate to have you talk more, but tell me what went down on the Lakers side of this game. Absolutely. So, Adrian, Anthony Davis. 38 minutes, 27 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 4 blocks, 5 turnovers, 2 threes, 50 for 50% from the field, 5 of 6 from the free throw line. He's been really strong, definitely really strong this year. Um, I don't own him anywhere, but if I took him with the number one pick overall, I am a little disappointed, if, if I'm being honest. I would probably rather have Anthony, or uh, sorry, I would rather have James Harden, and even though his percentages were a little whack tonight and his turnovers were high, I think I would rather have Carl Anthony Towns too. So even though we always say, Anthony Davis, if he's healthy, you win your league. I think he could be looking at maybe a third place finish on the player rider this year. Anyway, I'm excited to hear your takes on that after. I'll, I'll give you some time to think about that. But LeBron James, 35 minutes, 13 points, kind of on the lower end for LeBron. But don't write him off just yet. 13 rebounds, 15 assists. So a nice triple-double from LeBron and a block, three of six from the free-throw line. You know, that's kind of been somewhere that he's been hurting you in the last few years. And five of 15 from the field, no threes. So shooting-wise, not the best LeBron night. But in the triple-double kind of categories, he's been doing very well tonight. I mean, he had zero fouls, which is pretty nice. Um, LeBron... A guy not getting a whole lot of respect coming into this league. You know, he's going on his age 35 season. Uh, He had his big serious injury last year. Not a lot of people super stoked on him. I think he finishes in the first round in most eight or nine category leagues. JaVale McGee. Ten points, four rebounds. Only 14 minutes. We know what he can do in in limited minutes, but... It's just not there for him this season, guys. I think if you're in a 12-team league, you can easily drop him. 14-team leagues, you can probably drop him as well. Um, Danny Green. We know the case on Danny Green is you don't want to overinvest on any one individual game. You want to look at him in a week-long basis or a month-long basis. Tonight, no points. But two rebounds, or sorry, two Assist, three rebounds, a steal, a block. He'll normally get you a couple threes. He's going to frustrate you at times. Don't look at it in an individual game standpoint. Look at it over a month-long standpoint, and he's probably going to be in the top 100. Avery Bradley. Mm, Nine points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals, and a three. 
He's not a 12-teamer guy, but you could probably own him in a 14-team league. Kyle Kuzma is ramping up a little bit. This guy, people are super stoked on him. I don't exactly see it, Adrian. He's a To me, he's a points and threes kind of guy, and he showed that tonight in 24 minutes. 15 points, three threes. He also had five rebounds, but zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks, zero of zero from the free throw line. Uh, you could own him at the end of your bench, but again, don't expect Kyle Kuzma that we saw last year. Expect probably 15 points and a couple threes, and that's about it. Dwight Howard has been a popular pickup in the first couple weeks. Tonight only played 17 minutes. Three for three from the field, three of five from the free throw line for 9.6 rebounds. No steals, no blocks. He's borderline standard league guy, probably more of a 14-team guy. Uh, Caldwell Pope only played four minutes. We know he can hit threes if he plays a lot, but he's, he's just not. Alex Caruso, if he was a starting point guard, he'd probably be worth owning, but only 17 minutes, not a whole, else, a whole lot else. Adrian. Give me your take on these Los Angeles Lakers. You covered it all, Kurt. You pretty much nailed it. Uh, pick up Anthony Davis and LeBron if they're sitting on your wire. No, I'm just kidding. They're not sitting on your wire. But, um, no, you, Kurt, you nailed it. You knocked it out of the park, man. Uh, Lakers, they're, you know, it's a, a lot of these guys other than the main guys, LeBron and Anthony Davis, it's, it's just they're so deep. There's, it's so hard to trust Avery Bradley, Danny Green on a night-to-night basis. Kuzma, I think, will get better as the season goes on. But really, the front court, you know, I think JaVale McGee, I've seen him on the wire in almost all of my leagues already just because Dwight Howard is killing him. So it's just a really tough team for fantasy other than your main studs. And you, you pretty much nailed it, Kurt. Kurt. We are going, this might be like the longest show in the history of the box score breakdown show. And my wife is probably going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> mine too. So let's wrap a bow on this one, man. Great stuff tonight. A really big Sunday. Kurt, where can the listeners find you at? Adrian, I'm glad you asked. I'm on the Hoopball forums at Captain Canegas, And I'm also on Twitter at Captain Canegas. And even though I'll spell it out for you, C-A-P-T-C-A-I-N-E-G-H-I-S. Also look in the episode description, and you'll see it there. I love talking fantasy basketball. If you have a question, follow me on Twitter, and I will hit you up as soon as I can. Unless I'm sleeping or at work, I'll probably get back to you within, honestly, five minutes. Um, yeah, just just love this game, love the sport, love being on here with Adrian. Adrian, where can the fellas hit you up at? I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Hit me up. As Kurt said, I, too, love hearing from you guys on Twitter, love answering any questions. Um, So hit us up. Maybe we'll even uh, float some questions on the show if we have time, if we don't go an hour and 42 minutes like, like, like we are right now. But, Kurt, man, always a pleasure talking to you. You have quickly become one of my favorite guys to talk to, and I look forward to uh, talking hoops with you every sunday man so a lot of fun thank you so much and thank you listeners for uh if if you're still listening to this man thank you thank you thank you thank you um all right you guys we'll see you next week have a good one have a good one
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.